Yes! Rumors and rumbling. That's awesome. Let the filibustering begin. Welcome back to the Mad About Movies stock show and rodeo. Proud home of the Mad About Movies movie news roundup. Yeah. Nice. We can guarantee... Got a good feeling this year, guys. Yeah. I think our steer is going to win. Unlike but most rodeos, we can guarantee that all... Is. It's a humane, very humane rodeo that we've got mm-hmm. right. going here. It's mm-hmm. all... Tofu based. Yeah, nobody's actually riding animals. They're just kind of roaming right. around, and we're just kind of hanging out with them. It's fun. It's what more we of a do is than a... we run from rodeo clowns, and then we release a live bull to distract them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's inverted. Yeah, we're it's much more terrified. Rodeo. Reverse rodeo, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> much more terrified of the clowns than the giant bull. Um, that's that's our thing here. Brian actually ran. And Brian was impaled viciously running. Towards the bull, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's one. I thought he was protecting car. me, and I was wrong. But that was an honest mistake, and I will be better. I'll learn from this. You, you're, you have a long history of being better and learning from it. So, <laughs> very it's, true. It's a, uh, it's one clown and seven bulls, and <laughs> just let them loose. Right. And I want to it dedicate this episode clown, to Spanx. However, he so. was a great clown, and he, he was a great clown. Yeah. I, I, it's a shame he didn't make it through his first shift. Yeah. I mean, nope, can't go. I'm okay, done. We're done. That's, that's all um, oh, so man. this, uh, doesn't happen every, every week, uh, anymore because, uh, you know, we're talking movie news when it matters and it definitely matters this week. Um, if you want our Rambo last blood, Thoughts. Um, you can do that by checking out that episode separately from this, and uh, it should be in your feed as well. So that's the movie of the week. In the VIP this week, shout out to those Vipers out there who join us on our Patreon. Uh, we're talking four weddings and a funeral as we continue our 1994 Best Picture throwback retrospective series. And that was, that was a, a fun app ep with Megan Spell. Uh, of on the download podcast, which was a really fun convo for our VIP. So check that out, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP if you want that. We so went loose over there. We do. Tell stories. It's a good time. If you want if you like us, which I can't imagine you do, but if you do for psychological reasons, I would come in the VIP feed. We told some wedding stories, all kinds of good stuff there. It was. It was good. So yeah, we, we try to keep it, you know, down to business here on the main feed, but we do let loose on the in the VIP, and it's a lot of fun. So check that out if that interests you. But uh, a lot to talk about uh, for this episode of the Movie News Roundup. And I guess we should start off by kind of reversing time a little bit, if we will, or grabbing those Infinity Stones and turning nice. things around. Tight, um, man. Find that rat, bro. I, I think it was about a month ago or maybe a month and a half ago where we talked about Sony, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and that whole drama surrounding Disney and the rights to Spider-Man. And the last we had heard was that there was a divorce between Marvel and Spider-Man, you know, for the last two Spider-Man films and the last couple of Spider-Man appearances in the MCU, starting with uh, Civil War and, and, of course, until now, uh, this past summer with uh, Far From Home. Spider-Man's been a big part of the MCU, and obviously with uh, changes in characters and things, there, there there were big plans for Spider-Man to be even more involved in the next phase of 
the Avengers and what they do over there. But Sony technically had the rights. Um, their movies were flopping, but they wanted to make money on them. So they said, hey, Marvel, how about you make the movies? We'll, we'll kind of partner up on these. You can make them good because we can't do that. And uh, we'll figure this thing out. And we'll, we'll, we'll kind of split the thing uh, in a way that makes sense right now. And a couple of years on the line, we'll renegotiate and see how it goes. Uh, well, the renegotiations were off, uh, and they did have a divorce. So Sony took back the rights to Spider-Man, and they said, no more Spider-Man in the MCU. And uh, you know, if you've spent any time on Twitter in that world, you know that that was a, a big deal to those people. Um, you know, Spider-Man was maybe the most exciting character in the new uh, MCU, other than... Uh, Vision, you know, who's hopefully still around. <laughs> and um, we were hoping that, you know, we would see a lot more of that character for the for years to come. Well, it comes out this week, actually yesterday, um, that Spider-Man is back in the MCU. For some reason, they came back to an agreement. They can't figure it out. Uh, it's like that scene in The Notebook where it's like, what do you want? Just tell me. We will do this. You know, We'll figure it out. Like, I can't. you got to tell me. You know, I imagine it's a lot of that. It's a lot of back and forth, a lot of he said, she said between attorneys and things like that. And um, at the end of the day, I think this is best for both parties, even though Sony would probably make more money and they're very confident in themselves with – with uh, some of the things they've they've done recently, but you know that being said, you can't really put a price on being involved in the cultural phenomenon that is the MCU, and I think it's it's worth it for them in the long run. But so that's the the bit of news. Spider Man's back. Brian, reaction? Yeah, it seems pretty. I feel like when we talked about this on the show a few weeks back, that we all kind of felt like uh, there's a pretty good chance we're going to be talking about this in a few weeks, saying that they're all back together and we're making movies again, and that's that's exactly what happened. It seemed like it was. It seemed pretty clear, right, that this was public negotiation and uh, that yes. this would all. It was in the interest of both. Sony realized they had settled. leverage. Yeah, probably a smart move by them. You know, you yeah, get, you get Marvel sure. to kick the tire down a little bit with more plot without getting to finish that plot. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you pull out and go, no, no more of these. So you can get an extra couple points on it. Um, sure. Yeah. Not, yeah, a, no, not, a, it, not a bad move, probably. You know. True. Yeah. For, for both parties, I think it works out. And to, Can't wait till their emails get hacked so we can see how they strategize. <laughs> <laughs> the threats that Kevin Feige, Feige uh, yeah. inter- introduced to uh, this. But no, like, I, like it, it's a win-win, I think, for, for both parties. You get to... For what we know at this point, they're for sure going to do a third Spider-Man movie that falls in the the Homecoming Far From Home universe, and and Mark Webb's back to direct that. And whether or not that will be the end of this iteration of Spider-Man with Sony, Marvel, Marvel, Sony, whatever, um, Disney, etc., you know that remains to be seen. But but they also. Uh, it seemed to me, maybe I misread this, but it it, uh, it seemed pretty clear that there the intention is for uh, for this Spider-Man to be available to use in Disney's other ventures, whatever that may be within the MCU. So I don't know. I don't know what that phase looks like. I don't know if it's if it's called the Avengers or if it's something different, but that he can pop up in a Thor movie or a Captain Marvel movie or a Black Panther movie or whatever, and and we're all good there. And in some ways, that's I won't say that's more valuable because that Spider-Man franchise is is a huge deal and 
it's my kid's favorite thing in the world at this point. And, um, and they're really good movies. And so, uh, you know, I love that franchise, but there's, because of the way that, that Disney built this whole thing out post in game, um, it seems like it's almost more valuable to them in some ways to be able to, to pop Spider-Man into whatever movie they want to and not have to worry about what does that look like? You know, are we going to be able to do that if he's at Sony and, and how does this look and is all that sort of thing. So I, it, again, it's, it's a total win-win for, for both, both parties. And, and ultimately it just caused, uh, you know, a couple of weeks worth of, of friction for, uh, for the fans <laughs> and that's who cares about that. Right. You know, so yeah. it, it is what it is, but it's done and I'm glad it's done. And, and that's what should have been done. You know, this is, this is where this partnership works. So let's keep it going. Yeah, the question is, what kind of snarky title are they going to have for this next Spider-Man movie? You know, because the original, it was Spider-Man Homecoming, like when he came back from, you know, to Marvel. Um, and they kept that going with Far From Home. So it was going to be Spider-Man Home for Good, Spider-Man Home Away From Home, mm-hmm. Spider-Man... Um, home Alone 2, Lost in yeah, New York. Home Alone, Spider-Man... Home on the Range, you know, mm. it's a Western, uh, Spider-Man, <laughs> oh, how about this, Spider-Man Home, and it's just like mm. uh, Jim Parsons' character yeah. from And that. like, I just do not care. Just that alien character. <laughs> Chris Daughtry does the soundtrack. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Yeah, or Mark Broussard. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, I'm in that. Or Spider-Man Homies crossover. Oh, yeah. and the, the Mavericks homies. feature prominently. <laughs> yeah. Their New Jersey's this year. <laughs> Pretty Can tight. Um, so yeah, that's tough subject uh, right now for Ken. <laughs> it's something that we're hashtag don't get fired. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's something that we're I'm going to watch out for. I, I anticipate it's going to be something like that, and we'll probably know something sooner rather than later. It would not surprise me if they had some kind of teaser out for it, like this year, you know, mm. um, because they're going to capitalize on the whole hype of him coming back and everything. Um, so maybe look for that around, around, uh, I don't know, Star Wars time. Look for some kind of, mm. some kind of cool teaser announcement, you know, like, you know, Spider-Man will return kind of thing would be, would be really cool to see. Um, but, uh, so that's the news, but speaking of, of MCU and Star Wars and Kevin Feige and everything, um, there's some news there that Kevin Feige is doing a Star Wars movie. Um, mm-hmm. So this is planting the seed of him obviously doing more, but you know, you start small with these types of things. Disney's hopefully learned their lesson uh, not to overcommit with this kind of thing <laughs> too early. It's bit him in the butt before. So maybe take it a movie at a time, but uh, it's big news that Kevin Feige will be doing a Star Wars movie and, you know, I guess the rumor hope or, you know, people can anticipate what they want, but that he would take over star Wars as executive producer, showrunner for Kathleen Kennedy and be the Kevin Feige of star Wars, you know? Um, and, uh, and so that's not the situation right now. Um, he's not, you know, leading the charge or anything like that, but he is executive producing and producing a star Wars film. And so we'll see where it goes. But, um, I think he's always been intrigued, you know, who who wouldn't be intrigued by the universe of Star Wars and um 
it's obviously a great working relationship that he has with the Disney uh, head honchos. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the, the most valu- valuable pieces of IP at Disney, I'm sure he has his fa- fair, you know, take of any of those. You know, he's in the John Favreau c- camp of whatever you want to do, whatever we got, just let us know and it's yours. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens of this, out of this. But, uh, you know, I think this is way more of a long-term thing that it is like, oh, let's just get Kevin yeah. Feige to do one, and thanks, Kevin, see you later. You know, I think this is a... It would not surprise me if Kevin just... If they announced some kind of, you know, he's he's done how many, 19, 20, 22, 23 Marvel movies at this point. That's, at some point, he's got, like, he's good at what he does, you know, you don't want to mess that up, but at the same time, he's probably so sick of doing those movies, you know? <laughs> like, just the such a machine, you know, it works like clockwork these days, but at the same time, like he's still young and can make a lot of money doing other things if he has that passion. So very interesting, very interesting, really cool uh, to see that announcement, but Beagle, you mm-hmm. got any uh, star Wars nerd thoughts on this? <laughs> yeah, no, this is great, man. I'm pumped. Uh, <laughs> I love star Wars and Kevin Feige. Um, I think this is a great, great idea. I love that they didn't, I love, <laughs> I love Captain Kennedy. I think she's done a great job. And I and I don't think that a lot of the things that have not quite got, there are certainly things that could probably put at her feet of like, well, we, we didn't do this great. We kind of messed this up, mostly with solo and the release timing and things like that. But I think a lot of other things uh are certainly not her fault by any means. Um so I think it's a great thing for the Star Wars universe moving forward, if if it's a partnership between Kathleen Kennedy and Kevin Feige, I, I think that's a that's a great for for some. I mean, I love Star Wars more than anything pop culturally, and um, I, I'm I'm very pumped for that. I think it's a great partnership that should serve that universe quite well, and I, I'm very excited to see what it is that because they kind of it's funny that they announced it as he's going to produce a Star Wars movie. Um I'm I'm just curious to see what that looks like in the midst of uh the Benioff and Weiss trilogy or rumored trilogy and the Ryan Johnson rumored trilogy and and the various uh Disney Plus shows and the movies that potentially may come out of some of that and there's just a whole lot going on Star Wars wise, and uh, it was an interesting way to uh, to bump that a little bit with with uh, hey, he's going to produce a movie and just see maybe we'll just see what happens and maybe you're right, Kim. Does that turn into uh, he's producing all the Star Wars movies moving forward? It's a partnership between him and Kathleen Kennedy. Is he taking over for Kathleen Kennedy? Is this just a true one off to try to I won't say write the ship because this is not a ship that needs to be righted, but like navigated into the crazy waters again that it feels uh, i think obviously disney feels like it should be instead of just the normal blockbuster type waters you know um so we'll see what happens and whether this movie will come out in i don't know 2023 or 2028 you know and how how far down the line we're we're going with this but uh i think it's a I think it's a good thing richard what about you yeah um you know he's he's I'm trying to think. I, 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 this piece of information is certainly interesting. He makes good films. I think his strength, though, is really tying together these larger organizations mm. around a property. I don't, you know, it's not like, oh, Quentin Tarantino is doing a Star Wars movie. You know, I don't think of him mm. as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I think of him as this person that pieces together this larger puzzle. Um, 
So not to say I'm not excited for this, and I don't think he's completely competent, but I, I have no idea what to expect. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, that's fair. Whereas if he was in charge of, you know, a next five sequence of Star Wars films and universe, and and I think I'm sure he will be, but they're doing the smart, not WB thing of <laughs> re- announcing things one at a time, right? So, um, I'm 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 excited for it, but I I don't know what it means. That's fair. Yeah, I hear that. So I don't know. Makes I mean, sense. but it's it's certainly not bad news. Yeah, no, not at all. You're right. The sample size for like one-offs is non-existent almost for for Kevin Feige in these types of situations. And so, like I said, I I don't think they could have announced Kevin Feige is coming to Star Wars because of the the PR backlash of that. So I think this is the best way for them to move forward. And again, I'm with you, Brian. I, I love Kathleen Kennedy. Um, and it is unfortunate, but a lot of this is, is PR. Like, you know, I think them not moving forward immediately with the Ryan Johnson stuff had everything to do with PR and nothing to do with, we don't like working with Ryan Johnson and and all of that. Um, so this is very similar to that, I would imagine. And it's a great long term for Star Wars. You know, we'll see what episode nine happens and Mandalorian is going to drop and let's let the dust settle a little bit and see where we are. But, um, but I would say long term, this is a great this is a great move, um, and um, and again, it's going to be interesting to see how they weave all this stuff together in a cohesive way. You know, because that's what's been great about Star Wars is that it is one story, it's one universe, it's it it all does connect in some way. You know, there's like maps that draw it all out and all that. You know, so I do feel like. Um, whatever trilogy they do, or however many trilogies they decide to do, have to have to be cohesive in some way. Maybe that's why they brought in Feige because they couldn't figure out how do we make a Weiss trilogy work with a Ryan Johnson trilogy and crossover and have it be, you know, have characters that can come in and out at will and you know, basically do the MCU model with Star Wars. I think it's a perfect property to do that model. You know, a lot of a lot of you know properties the the dark universe or whatever you know those types of things should never try to be marvel but i think star wars has the amount of characters it has the the tradition you know behind it mm-hmm. that uh you know the 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 fan base behind it that it could really could spawn into it. It, it should be the number one box office juggernaut you know the fact that marvel in basically 10 years has taken that torch and just taken it over so heavily that it might you not know, be attainable again unless Marvel just stops making movies is so impressive, you know? And, um, and it looked like star Wars was going to get that back right after the force awakens and, and rogue one. And, and it really just kind of dropped the baton on the last lap, you know, and, and didn't really, didn't really finish the race and it's sad, but, uh, you know, JJ, coming to save the day. You know, I have faith in that. I really do think that this is going to be the best of these movies uh, so far, the the Rise of Skywalker. But um, so very optimistic going forward and even more optimistic now that Feige is on board to ride the ship. So really good news there for all that. Um, but we got some more stuff to talk about here in the movie news, rumors, rumblings, roundup lounge. Um, we like Jurassic Park around here, right, guys? 
Uh, we did the original. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we no, loved Jurassic, like Jurassic Park. Park the movie. Yes. That's okay. What I mean. Yes. Nineteen ninety. Love Jurassic Park, Park the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so uh, if you like that, then I'm assuming you like the characters in that movie. What if I told you <laughs> they're taking those characters and they're putting them in the new movies? Well, that sounds great. Have they made any more of these movies between 1993 and now that maybe would diminish my my enjoyment? Yes, of they this have. Franchise? Brian. Oh, yeah. okay. Dang it. They made. Dang they've, it. they've 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 all appeared. You know, before in the <laughs> Jurassic Park movies. Uh, so this is nothing new. They've, they've tried this and it hasn't really worked in the past. They they brought Goldblum back for Fallen Kingdom, and. Uh, you know, they got confused by the auction. Like, it just threw everything oh, off. Like, man. Uh, I didn't talk Kent's about buddy. my little Twitter exchange <laughs> yeah. with Colin Trevorrow. Kent, Kent's had a few Twitter exchanges lately. That was a great one. The uh, the Colin one. Trevorrow back and forth. Um, not sure he defended himself well, if we're being honest with one another. That was so such it was a funny because I just, I, 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 I think I replied to him or something because he, he said like he, he literally out of nowhere on Twitter was like, I've gotten a lot of tweets about the, the price of the dinosaurs. You know, we went to X, he was like saying that they went to experts and all this stuff. And I think I tweeted and said, I, my mind was blown when some guy bought a Indoraptor for like 10 million. And he was, and he replied and was like, 10 million? I thought it was 20 million. Like, it's like, does it matter? <laughs> I didn't even reply, I don't think. But uh, uh, it's just so, so funny. funny that it's like he's so still so specific on, <laughs> on like the actual <laughs> caught up on the detail of the price <laughs> of the, the dinosaur and everything. That they, didn't he say that they tested it higher in yeah, like test like, screenings like, yeah, and then they were like, oh, some that's people too, thought high. It was too high. And some people thought like, it was too low. You're yeah. an idiot. Like, yeah. you, could, you could literally have said, $1 billion for this velociraptor. And I've been like, yeah, that seems reasonable. Like, right. this is, this is a real life is, dinosaur guy. play Major League Soccer to afford one of these guys. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you're not setting the market. As that we always say, Jay Leno has a airplane hangar in <laughs> right. inland LA, which mm-hmm. is. That's my favorite bit with this. My favorite <laughs> bit with Conan is, 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 uh, is, uh, you know, when the he, when he and Leno were going through all that stuff, he's like, people ask me if I have anything in common with Jay Leno. He's like, I, the, the only thing I have in common with Jay Leno is that we both do a talk show. He's like, I don't have a, I don't have a, uh, an airplane hanger full of <laughs> 1890s automobiles. Yeah, no, it's not something that I do. Powering off theme, and then over here, the, you know, we got Raptors. I don't wear denim every day of my life. And, you know, um, I just love the idea that he would have like six six live dinosaurs <laughs> in with his cars. It's so funny. Yeah. That's a Ducati motorcycle. Mm. That's a Ducati, mm. and then uh, over here, that's a that's a Bonathorn. It's like your Jay Leno is kind of Mike Tyson too. I like <laughs> yeah, I don't do a good one out, but it gets the point across. That's right. what's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's all in my I can't go high just enough. It's noise. Mine's just. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard this one? Have you heard this one? <laughs> heard about this? Seen this? Heard about this? Um, okay, so Jurassic Park original cast coming back, uh, and I mean that Jeff Goldblum, Lord How Dunn, did and they Sam get Sam Neill? Neil. Gosh. I know. He's got Peaky Blinders, and that's 
pretty much it these days. So I think he's. How yeah. quick was that? Yes. Yeah. Hey, Sam, uh, it's your agent. Oh, how you been? Good. I've had three kids since we talked last. Hey, um, they want to remember Alcatraz. Yeah, I do remember that. That's weird. That was pretty uh, sick. I got for that Jurassic Park toy money. Am I right? Anyway, uh, I do. This is still Sam, right? This is still your number. Okay. Um, Jurassic Park. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. How much is that? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, I mean, you can pay me one tenth of a Stegosaurus, and I will do it. <laughs> That's my new currency. I use the new Bitcoin. Dinosaurs are the new Bitcoin. I think right. they're secure. Mm-hmm. Blockchain dinosaurs is my new <laughs> total disrupting startup. Right. Right. It's it's Netflix for dinosaurs. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Uber for di- see the thing is is that in the future no one will own dinosaurs but you can you can share dinosaurs with this app mm, and this mm. what this does is <laughs> gives you access to a fleet yeah. if you will of mm-hmm. dinosaurs yeah. um, for you for dates um, right. for let's say you just need to um, head home from the airport in mm-hmm. the air right you right. can actually use this app and fly. Um, What's the flying one? I don't know dinosaurs at all. I know. I think I own pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. I only know stegosaurus and T Rex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can fly a pterodactyl. So because you can't yeah. own one, but in the future you won't own anything. Right. You don't. You won't need to. And Welcome if you to like that crunch. idea, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you like that idea, I this other uh, uh-huh. project that we're testing. It's still mm-hmm. in beta, but um, we're I'm we've seen some pretty positive results. Uh, you sign up for mm-hmm. for a box, and uh, oh. once a month, we <laughs> we, <laughs> we deliver. You- yeah, we deliver you a box a, a box of four ankylosaurs and mm. uh, to your doorstep. Um, and you you just pick whichever one you want, and right. you can send back the rest. It's free, uh, free shipping, obviously, and the return on that. And uh, it's yeah, That's and, nice. and it, but but once a month, and you get to you get to keep as many or as few as you want of That's the ankylosaur. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. They come as an egg, or are they already hatch. No, they're already hatched. They are fully okay. formed ankylosaurs. Okay. Um, so we've we tested it grand in a month. yeah the three big markets: uh, L.A., New York, and Minneapolis. And uh, it's going it's going well so far. It's going well. Good Twin Cities. <laughs> <laughs> so I love them up there in St. Paul. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> The um, <laughs> the bad news about all this, if there's any, I mean, this is all good so far, right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. bad news is, um, you know, this sounds great. Oh, OG Jurassic Park reboot sounds awesome, uh, but um, it's at the helm. We got Colin Trevorrow returning as director, and uh, the writer of Pacific Rim Uprising, <laughs> which was one of the worst. The good one. Ever, oh no! Yeah, Pacific Rim. Oh, sounds like uprising. Oh, uh, bummer. Um, and so this is going to be a, a disaster, an absolute train wreck. I cannot wait for this episode. If you're thinking about like unsubscribing, if you've listened to this so far and you're like, "Gosh, I don't know if I can bear these guys anymore," you're going to want to stay subscribed for at least a couple more years for that episode because yeah. it's going right. to be well worth it's be a fun your one. time and subscription. I can promise you that. Real but, uh, real question. Do you think Sam Neill has seen Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2? Do you think he has any clue the state of the Jurassic cinematic universe right now? He knows they make money, and that's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, I bear no grudge towards him whatsoever. He no, just, like he's Sam. very, he's just 
I think he's in New Zealand. I think that's right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a Kiwi. He's think? a Kiwi. He's, when he's I was a kid, active on Twitter. I'm sure I he's not seen so these I was so sure that was Kevin Costner, and you could not convince me otherwise. <laughs> I was like, no, that's Kevin Costner. I've seen Men in Tights. That's definitely... Or no, they're not Men in Tights. The other one, the other one. I was, you also confuse wait. Charlie Sheen with Kevin Costner quite frequently. Um, not so much in the which one? Years. Which one am I best friends with? <laughs> It's Charlie Sheen, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, man. It is tough. Sheen, especially when I've been yeah. sheening. Tiger, hashtag Tiger's blood. <laughs> hashtag winning. hey That's still cool, right? Those jokes? Yeah, yeah. Super not dated tough. at okay, all. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's good. So I don't know about a release date for this. Um, Jurassic World 3 would, would be the working title for this. So it is a part of those movies. Chris Pratt... Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, all those people um, returning. Hopefully, the kids and the clone kid and all that can come oh back. Oh my too. gosh! I forgot about the clone kid. Holy cow! I forgot that they, uh, the whole mo- last movie was oh the cloning. Boy. We're cloning kids. <laughs> Remember the like James Cromwell version of of Hammond? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. I forgot about the clone we kid. Need to, I we get might need caught to do up a on the auction episode part. on that one. That one man. is a that's an old timer. That's an old timer. Man. Man. I feel like Jurassic Park is kind of underrated in the uh, the bad sequels messing up the legacy of of the uh, of the franchise and the universe. I don't know why. Like that doesn't stri- spring to mind as people quickly, just love oof. dinosaurs. They don't care. Yeah. They really do. That's a good point. Just yeah. like, they yeah. don't, it's like blinds them from everything else. Yeah. Coop loves Jurassic World and he watches it not like every day, but pretty, I mean, fairly frequently. And I'm always just kind of blown away by how not good that movie is without like, it's kind of amazing that it's not okay as a movie. And it's like, right. you guys were a little bit lower than that than I, I was. was but I like, hated it at first. I mean, y'all even... Were, y'all were kind of... Yeah, I was just like, oh, I was just happy. I was the dumb one like we just talked about. Oh, cool, dinosaurs. <laughs> and uh, then it, it kind of yeah, slowly ev- crept Every time brain. Coop watches it, I'm like, this is a little worse than I remember. And that shouldn't... that sh- It should be very difficult to make this as stupid. The, the whole thing with the pterodactyl is just like... <laughs> Just destroying humans. I mean, Poor just killing I mean, people gosh. left and right. It's it's pretty, it's pretty bleak. On top of anyway, uh, it's neither here nor there. But uh, it's a, it's a, it's an odd movie to not just make okay at least. But, but Jurassic here we are. Park World Three uh, coming out. <laughs> I hope that's the title. <laughs> Jurassic Park World Three. <laughs> It is now. Rise of the Jurassic, yeah. of the dawn of the park, of the war for Lol. the three. Drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> yeah, perfect. The trailer is going to be so obvious of this, oh isn't gosh. it? It's going to be like, so, something's happened, sir. Mm. And you don't know who it is. It's like, we need you, sir. We, It's been 20 years. I can't go back. And then it turns around and it's the hat. You know, it's the same shot that like yeah. when he when he gets out of the, the Jeep in the original one, you know, and he takes off the hat and glasses to see the thing. It's like Spielberg cam goes down and you see it's, it's Alan Grant. And he's like, will you come with us? You know, it's like the exact same, <laughs> yeah. see, the same scenario as, as, as Hammond going down and recruiting them in the original movie, you know, we had no expense yeah. that, that whole scene. Um, 
that's going to be almost shot for shot re- redone in this yeah. with the new guy going going and finding <laughs> Doctor Grant, Doctor Sadler, and doing the whole bit. So it's going to be exact. It's going to be the most paint by numbers, bring back the original cast kind of thing of all time. And I'm I'm very excited to rip it apart. I'm very. <laughs> but if it if it's good. Yeah, I would be the be first good. to admit. Uh, it yes, is like course. 98%, just so fun. Just love Jurassic just Park. I would love to be a love B plus. Like, that's fine. That's yeah. great. I no honestly, my, my, my feelings for Jurassic Park have gotten just worse over time. You know, it's Jurassic Park. Not for great. me, man. Like, it's, it's totally isolated to me. Maybe because Lost World was such a bummer, you know, three years or whatever after Jurassic Park came out, but I cannot wait. This is like one of the top, probably top three movies that I'm like, I can't wait for my kid to be old enough to watch it and not be so freaked out that he won't want to watch it again. Like, I, I can't wait no, to, I'm show, saying like, to show him Jurassic Park. But oh, all the sequels, bleh, Yeah, the, well, what I mean is like, over time, like with every sequel, my feelings about Jurassic Park have gotten worse. Like, just mm. the franchise in general, you know? Like, I love Jurassic Park. And then The Lost World came out and I was like, okay, I'm really young, but, and it was awesome to see a T-Rex run around a neighborhood. So I love that. Okay, cool, sweet, still in. And Jurassic Park 3, it's like, not great, but I love, love Dr. Grant. So still in, you know, but not as much. And then it just keeps getting worse and worse. And so there's like, basically I started at 100% love for Jurassic Park, and now I've got about 20% left in the tank, you know? And this yeah. might just drain the tank at the end, you know? <laughs> this might be Transformers, level at the end of it where they're just pooing all over Galileo's legacy. Mm -hmm. They just don't care. (laughs) Right. Okay. What, what if the Velociraptors pocket of big Copernicus (laughs) blue and the rest of the Raptors go back in time to kill Hitler. That's now we're in, right? You're back on your back. They use them as weapons of war. I would love to see that. That needs to be it. They they found time travel and we're going to take, the dinosaurs back to, to use them as weapons. Boy, well. not loving it. <laughs> not, 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 not enthused. Was, yeah, that was it. But okay. I think that about does it for this movie news, rumors, rumblings, rodeo roundup. But, uh, again, if you want to hear our thoughts on last blood and all things Rambo, which I don't think we've ever talked about on the history of the show, Rambo. So lots, Rambo. lots of catch up on there. Um, that's available in your feed as well. Join us in the VIP for four weddings and a funeral and for our AMA coming up soon. Going to be really fun. And we got Zombieland, original Zombieland in the VIP as well next week. So another teaser for that. Join us over there, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Brian, where can I find you online? You can find me on the Twitter, bgil 12 You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies podcast newsletter. Richard, where can we find you? You can find me uh, at Richard Barden on all the social media and the Mad About Movies podcast website and newsletter as well. Kent, looking for you, man. Where can I find you? You can find me on the Twitter at Kent Garrison and at kentgarrison.com and all the social medias. But until next week, we are... Going to be joined by Batman Shane to talk Joker, uh, which is going to be good. So uh, join us next week on this main feed. And until then, we'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. See you.